0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Black's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. No Moses, yeah. he's in fake buttons right now.
1: <laughs> What's fake buttons?
0: He said he was going somewhere and said just like buttons. Butlins I know, the place he said he was going. He going um, somewhere like buttons,
1: but not buttons. Have you been to before? No. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Who did you go with? Well, who would you go with? I went with um, Anita and Zara. Yeah, see, by then you're too old.
0: I, I I feel like it's something you can only enjoy as a child.
1: Okay, okay, so it's understandable that I wasn't impressed, but Zara, would yeah. Be, yeah, yeah, no fair, enough. yeah, she 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 loved it, she did. But me, oh. on the other hand, we're not as impressed. We're we're looking at, I've been looking at Centre parts, but yeah, that's a that's a conversation cool. for another. Cool.
0: Um, no more just to hear anymore. Not anymore, just for today.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, breaking news! Breaking news! We'll be breaking when this goes out. But Will Smith has been banned from, from the Oscars for ten years.
1: The Oscars that he resigned from.
0: Yep, <laughs> and that allowed him to keep his. Of course, of course.
1: Yeah. <laughs> once once he's resigned, he can keep it isn't it?
0: But yeah, Will Smith slapped up Chris Rock, kept the Oscar. He, got, he resigned, then got banned,
1: keeps to Oscar. So that's the extent of it, is 10, 10 years he's banned. Yeah. That's that's the extent of his assault. Yep. The, the consequences for him After he's resigned. <laughs> <laughs> what a Best world extent. we live in. Waste of time. But, yeah. Anyway. All
0: right. One for one?
1: One for one. Yeah, let's go.
0: Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. So my question to you is, um, what would your advice be to someone who wasn't sure how much to tithe,
1: or whether tithing was a necessary part of being a Christian? Hmm. Is it a necessary part of being a Christian? I'd, I'd I'd suggest researching it biblically, because anything pertaining to being a Christian should be based on the Bible. Is it in the Bible that there is such a thing as a tithe? And if there is, what is the purpose of the tithe? And if you can identify the purpose, is that purpose still applicable to the church that you go to? Um, If they were asking me whether or not I think they should, I'd say yes. Why? Because the tithe allows for a structured means of financing the work of God within the church. Um, 10% from everyone means the church will, you know, as about says, the, 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 the storehouses shall be full. Um, it's beautiful. I think it's extremely generous that God offers a promise of blessing with it. But practically, the church isn't a profitable business. It's not meant to be a profitable business. It's meant to have some sort of, uh, it's meant to feed people it's meant to build up the body but then we live in a world where money is required and and thus um i would say that money has to come from somewhere now it's all great and good if people are offering giving offerings um and maybe that's enough maybe but i think where the bible has put this structure in place uh, and i think as a responsible member of a church um it's, it's practical to contribute towards the function of that church, especially in the work that they do for you and for the greater um, body of Christ as well. Um, the Levites, so so in, in some churches, there will be, or in most churches, there are ministers who, that's their full-time job. Mm. And it's great if there's offerings and, you know, out of the offerings, they're able to pay the minister. But then... The body also needs to do other things so if the offerings aren't enough of the people there i think everyone giving to pay those full-time ministers and do more will always be a good thing and it's why i think god uh, attaches a blessing to it is why he instituted it with the with the levitical um people not the levitical people the, the levites who didn't have inheritance of their own who didn't have jobs of their own other than serving you know god's sacrifice he gave them a part because that's their portion and within the within the the towns uh, and the distribution of land they didn't get a portion god gave them you know a a part of everyone's because that's how you take care of those that are ministering for you so i I wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't it's not going to take you to hell but it is a practical um structure set in place i think by the bible um to sustain the work of the church and i think it's an honorable pursuit to be part of it. Mm. It's, it's all it's only a cherry on top that there's blessings associated with it but i don't like i don't like throwing that card first because i feel like it's a childish argument mm. yeah.
0: but yeah. yeah nice answer and you know god always like throughout the bible you see examples of god wanting the first fruits you know yeah and always yeah. wanting people to give some of what they have created or grown or whatever, yeah. as just as a show of reverence to him.
1: Yeah.
0: So even if you don't believe in paying for the church or whatever, at least that is maybe that's a reason that you can you can find that okay, I'll type. <laughs> you know? yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Yeah. No,
0: absolutely. Oh, I'm I happy with that. It.
1: Oh. Um. So I had I had a question over the week, like a really good question. I didn't write it down. I need to like get into the habit of writing these things down. I had a really good question I wanted to ask, and I have well, been trying since yesterday to get it back, and it's not come. So the less important question, <laughs> I guess, would be. Um, so you went? Is it you that went to watch Jujutsu Kaisen? No, nah, Osmosis. Osmosis. Oh, oh, okay. But you watched Jujutsu Kaisen. No. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't help. Are you <laughs> you watch anime? I watch anime. <laughs> um, what do you think about actually I think you may have asked this question before, but yeah, what 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 do you think about anime that specifically uses biblical themes, but in a very non-biblical way? So you have anime like Soul Eater. Okay. That had um, do you remember Soul Eater? Yeah, and it had uh, I think it had the devil. It had a green reaper, but it also had the devil. Yep. Um, and like there was six, six, six playing around somewhere. You know, they bring those yeah. things into it. So, so anime that specifically uses biblical themes, but in a very non-biblical way. How do you feel about it? Um,
0: I think that usually it's done very tastefully. Um, Yes. You know, I remember seeing this manga about Jesus and Buddha being flatmates, or like roommates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I never read it because I was like, (laughs) this is not gonna go anywhere (laughs) It's good. But I think for the most part, the Japanese are, are very good at being very artful when, when, when it comes to religion. You know, okay. I think about stuff like Shaman King, where you have the ex-laws, where they all got the, the angel-inspired um, spirit. So you've got um, Bayonetta, which is like... Um, Witch. Yeah, witches against, like, the godly, the godly light people. Mm. And I think it's just using art. Um, and as long as it's respectful, I don't, it doesn't bother me.
1: Okay. So let me maybe, cause I hear you, but maybe bring it closer to home. So with Western comics, for instance, like, um, like DC comics, Lucifer, or oh, I think, yeah, I think it's DC comics or image comics. It's DC Lucifer, for instance, which is supposed to be specifically, lucifer morningstar the devil but they humanize him and he's the protagonist of the story and he's not necessarily a bad person he's an anti-hero what do you think about that
0: um again it it's based it is based on satan but it's yeah. not satan if that makes sense
1: okay and it's not, it's not uh, a real it's not it's not actually satan it's just based yeah, on it.
0: okay and i don't and if people would look at that and think that Oh, say it's not too bad.
1: it's <laughs> <The, the, laughs> a cool English block
0: Yeah, you've got bigger problems than the <laughs> one. Um, and I and I even um, I think I put in a group, you know, about about them making Jesus a mutant. Yeah,
1: yeah. You remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
0: Um, I think people are going to be silly. People are going to people are going to draw from from like all over, um. But as Christians, we're not supposed to use comics or media as our Bible, no. and so so like if you want to portray it however you want to portray it, cool. You know, in the same way, uh, we don't uh, we don't boycott things like Thor, which is God, who who, who is a God, but he's not God. Um, if I'm fine watching Thor, then I should be fine um, watching Lucifer Morningstar, knowing that. It's just something that has been taken and recreated and molded into something that is necessary for a story.
1: Do you? So I've got a follow up question. So I, I like your answer. I do like your answer. Um, I've got a follow up question, if that's okay. Yeah. Do you not think it affects the public, um, maybe even subconsciously, but it affects the uneducated? um perception of these things for instance in lucifer it paints that image of this devil satan thing maybe he's not so bad and and do you not think it has a part to play in doing that and and maybe there's a more sinister um uh motive behind it. It, it for instance you look at how things like um Highlight and and them things. Well, not even. No, I was gonna go, I was gonna go with like Coke, like Mm Coca-Cola and Fanta and and Fizzy drinks. They aren't marketed as being full of sugar. They're marketed as being so refreshing and cool. Don't you think that affects the public perception of these things such that if you aren't educated, you just think, Oh, I'm gonna drink Pepsi and (laughs) do you remember the Chloe Kardashian Pepsi advert? Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's just refreshing. You're not thinking of the sugar content.
0: I think marketing is going to do what 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 marketing is supposed to do, which is try to make something look palatable, make something look great, even if it isn't. Mm. Um, but I think that I don't think as Christians we can bring down the whole establishment, but we can have those conversations um, if they crop up. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think if conversations can, can 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 crop up, you can have them, have them. Um, but other than that, I think just be sensible with yourself and not be led astray by <laughs> by Crook and Lucifer in in, in, <laughs> in comics.
1: Cool.
0: I think that'll be my answer. No,
1: that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think it's hard because we all enjoy comics and. I, I watch, I watch Lucifer. Well, I, I watched some. I think I watched like part of the first season of Lucifer, and it was just half the time I was just going, "This isn't biblically accurate," but the other half is like, "Oh, kind of funny." <laughs> 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 yeah. and, and I think that things like
0: most, most if not all TV shows are not meant to be biblically accurate. You know, it's mm. it's it's, yeah. it's it's taking something that is a bit familiar and then giving it a twist and then putting out to the masses, you know? Um, So if it hasn't been portrayed to be biblical theology, I don't think that we should take it as such. Fair enough. enough. Cool. I'm happy. Cool. All right, let's get into it.
1: Mm.
0: Now, you're going to have to bear with me as I get into this topic, right? Go ahead. There's going to be a bit of a preamble. Like, I know I've wanted to talk about this all week, but I wasn't sure what I wanted exactly to talk about. It's, been, it's just made me feel, like, away, but I can't explain why. So let me get into it, right? So, this weekend, WrestleMania weekend, right? The biggest wrestling show will be. year! It's over two nights now. If it was one night, now it's two nights. On night one, and there's a wrestler, Seth Rollins. He's been trying to get an appointment for WrestleMania. You couldn't find no one. You couldn't find no one. Then he goes to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon says, you know what? If you want a match, I'll give you a match. But you find out who it is on the night. So on the night, Seth Rollins goes to the ring. He's waiting. He's waiting. The lights go off. Everyone's going crazy. Everyone knows who it is. But they're trying to pretend like people don't know who it is. And then all you hear is wrestling has more than one royal family. Everyone goes crazy It's the return Of Cody Rhodes You probably don't know who Cody Rhodes is
1: I do Was he uh, Is he Goldust or
0: No Yes No he was Stardust Stardust yeah I do Um, Do you know anything about his journey After Stardust
1: Not necessarily I only know him because he had a run-in With the guy that played Arrow that's how Okay You
0: know before Cody Rhodes came back to WrestleMania, I didn't really, I didn't really check for him like that. You know, he left, he left like seven, eight years ago. He wasn't that interesting to me. But he left WWE. He went and started a new wrestling company called AEW. Or
1: was he part of that? I thought that was Chris Jericho's thing.
0: Chris Jericho was one of the founding members. So it was Cody Rhodes. Cody I think it was Cody Rhodes' original idea. And yeah. then he brought Chris Jericho in, he brought okay. him to the Young Bucks. Yeah. So Cody Rhodes came, he created AEW like an actual wrestling promotion that can
1: yeah.
0: that can like you know stand against WWE mm. great wrestlers great matches it's wonderful mm. um he left AEW cuz they took away some of his powers they weren't paying him as much money as he wanted to as he wanted and then he came back to WWE and the o- ovation he got when he came People were screaming and shouting. He just came rising from the ground, smoke, lights, everything. He came. He had his match. Everyone loved it. Did he win? And he won. He won. He won. He won. He won. He okay. won. Um, it was it was amazing. You no, know? I'm probably not gonna like be following him in WWE that much because I'm not that interested in, in Cody Rhodes.
1: Okay.
0: But there's just something about. His story in Leaving WWE as basically Like a joke character Going to create A WWE alternative That is successful Leaving that And then coming back to WWE As a super superstar mm. Like no more stardust He's come back as Cody Rhodes okay. and And he'll, he'll probably go and Challenge for the world title And win in the future Very soon and I was just thinking, this is, this, 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 this story is just, it's just, it's just something, you know?
1: Is that what it is?
0: It's something. And I don't know why it's something. I think it's something because Cody Rhodes probably always knew that he was, he had the potential to be the best of the best in WWE. Even if WWE didn't see it. <laughs> so he left them. Changed and came back as a megastar. And it's great,
1: Mm.
0: but it got me thinking. What did it get me thinking? (laughs) It got me thinking about, if if you want to be the best of the best, do you have to go to the place that may have slapped you around and made you a joke to prove that you are the best? or is it better to be the best in something that you've created yourself? I guess it's kind of like, you know, being the best as an entrepreneur versus being the best at like one of the top companies in the whole world.
1: Okay. And
0: where does, how do you go about knowing what will satisfy you? Let's start with that. Satisfaction and, and, and like trying to scratch that itch of wanting to be the best. You know, because AEW is great. Is they probably have better wrestling than WWE does? Mm. It will never be WWE. Never be as big as WWE. At least yes. not for like another five, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So even, so even though AEW is great, it's never going to be WWE. And Cody won't in WWE. And it, so, and is, is it wrong to want to inject yourself into something else to be the best, to prove you're the best? Or is it better to just carve out your own path and be the best that way? If any of this makes sense, all or-
1: it does, it does. So it makes sense. And excuse me, it, it makes sense from from a sports perspective. Because with sports, there will always be different promotions, and some promotions, like a WWE, just has that staying power. It's 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 a Facebook of wrestling. It's a, a Google of wrestling. You know, it's it's too big to um, be easily displaced. You know, when we see this, we see this in um, in tech, and every now and then there will be uh, there will be a disruptor. There will be arrival that comes up but then they all they almost always end up measuring against that that top level that that um that i don't want to say dinosaur but that
0: like even if it isn't a top level it's the standard of the industry that it's in
1: yes yeah 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 and 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 that standard ends up being defined by these these you know these sort of promotions that have been there forever they're they're interesting so so in terms of being the best now it's it's interesting because i i I don't know how to i don't know how to um reconcile the fact that wrestling is scripted Um, but i guess in terms of being the best in terms of being the greatest superstar in terms of presenting a character that the audience that the fans love the most you kind of have to do it with the biggest promotion in order to do that. And you can go and create your own, but until that one is the biggest, you're always going to be the best in second best, if that makes sense. It's
0: like being being the biggest fish in in a small pond.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, until you go into the bigger pond, you will never be able to definitively say you are the best. Because there's a bigger pond than yours. Now, the, the 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 same thing you can see for mixed martial arts. It's UFC. So you know UFC.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you know Bellator?
0: I've I've heard the name. I think
1: tertiary, maybe hearing it here and there. Can you yeah. name any fighters from Bellator? No. Can you name any fighters from UFC? Israel. Israel Adesanya, good, yeah? So it's the same sort of thing. UFC has been there. They've been there forever. So they're like the, they're the standard. They set the standard now. But there are rivals coming up. And the problem is, so I say that because, objectively speaking, there are fighters in UFC. So I think of someone like Michael Vernon Page, who I think you may know of. I think that, I've heard that. Yeah, he's an English player. He's an English guy, black guy. Um, that's with you know. You look at their skill set, and you can see maybe he could beat. I think he's light heavyweight or um, middleweight. I can't remember his weight class, but you know he's a champion of his weight class, or he was a champion of his weight class. And you sort of think it'll be interesting to see him versus the champion of the UFC, because he's yeah. is the biggest. Now, the difference, or the, the, the promotion, one promotion that I think, especially in combat sports, even though wrestling, wrestling is combat entertainment, I have to make that distinction, is boxing. Because boxing, they end up going, okay, I'm the champion here. I'm the WBO champion. I'm going to go collect this belt, and I'm going to go collect this belt. And so all the pawns, they allow for the champion to come into all the pawns. And then there's one yeah. champion with all the belts. And then you know, okay, he's the undisputed champion. And so that's why I think you sort of have to, it will always be, if there's a bigger, you know, um, mammoth company, the bigger mammoth uh, organization that's there, it's hard to create something to beat it. If you can, then you can, then you've done it. You've proven yourself the best. If you can't, then you'd want to do it there. If that makes sense. Mm. As to what will satisfy you, I think you won't know until you try, until you reach the top of the mountain, you won't know if it'll be enough. So you yeah. get to the top of the mountain of AEW and realize it's not enough. You gotta mm. go back to WWE. And you might get to the top of that mountain and feel like, ah, it's not enough either. And then you pull a rock and you're going go to Hollywood at the top of that mountain. And then you're posting Instagram pictures of yourself in the gym for the rest of your life. But <laughs> Are there any
0: bigger points that, and that you want to get into?
1: So, I mean, personally, now it's it's not necessarily for ego because, like with MMA, I I'm not training to be the best in the world. I'm training because I enjoy training, mm. um, and I'm somewhat good at it. And there are clearly areas in which I can improve. And I haven't dedicated enough time. Um, I don't have the facility to dedicate enough time to it to be as good as I could potentially be. So there's an acceptance there. Every time I go and train, there's someone that, you know, someone that gets you in three headlocks or or three, you know, three submissions in a round. And you're like, okay, next time you're not going to get me in three. And next time we come back and there's one. And next time you're submitting them and you move on to the next one. You know, so there'll always be someone better that you're striving to, to go against. Professionally, it ends up, again, not being for personal reasons. So I can't really compare because I am trying to be a better, um, so professionally, I'm a tester. I am trying to be a better tester. So I'm learning to code and I'm learning various frameworks. And I'm doing this. And it's with the um, intent of increasing my earning potential because I want to be able to go to a better, you know, a, a job that, pay significantly more so that you know Zara can have what she needs Anita can stop working if she wants to because I have that facility to do it so it's slightly different in that there will always be um there will always be something that I'm pursuing but not necessarily for want of being the best it's Mm. for want of something that that goal can give me which in professional areas, in terms of more income um in martial arts in terms of developing and becoming a better martial artist uh, etc mm. but what, what about yourself it sounds
0: weird and kind of airy-fairy yeah. but i don't know what i want to be great in
1: i just don't want to be greek <laughs> <laughs> um that was like instagram mentality to me to be honest
0: no, 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 no. you know, okay, maybe it's it makes more sense if, if I want to say I want to have a great legacy. I just okay. don't know what I want to have a great legacy in. Okay.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, okay, okay. Yes.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. I just want to get to the end of my life and not feel that I could have climbed higher
1: mm.
0: if it was in my potential to climb higher.
1: Yeah. You want to be able to say you did your best. Yeah. How are you going about finding what that is? I'm not <laughs> enough. right now it's it just feels
0: like there's just too much going on, but you can but there's always gonna to be too much going on you know i' I'm, I'm just gonna to have to find the time to
1: in fairness, you have picked certain lanes that you're going down and you are making progress uh, along those lanes, and you're doing what needs to be done, the studies the examinations uh you know the milestones you're hitting. So, what does that represent for you?
0: Um, it won't. I think with studies, it won't. It doesn't mean anything to me until I see some return, some like return from it. Okay. Like I'm, I'm seeing like bits of return. So the exams help me with the stuff I do at work. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily getting paid for my expertise and what I'm doing.
1: So don't like I've. I, the return of investment Has come in properly yet well, I mean it is Bolstering your CV That's a return on investment It is giving it, you A said experience it,
0: it, it will bolster my CV When I put my CV out But I haven't bought The CV out yet So
1: okay, okay. <laughs> I haven't got the return yet Fair enough
0: uh, When it comes in I will let you know Um, I do want to start A YouTube channel though Maybe two YouTube channels So we'll see what happens mm. You know what? I'll have a YouTube channel where I redo characters from like comics and anime and make them better or how I feel like they should have been. Okay, like reimagine them.
1: Yeah, Yeah, okay.
0: And I've been thinking, but I need to find time when I'll do it. And I think that's going to be the best channel ever. I need to put the work in anyway. Let's get back to a serious conversation. Um, wanting to be a fish in the bigger pond. If we draw parallels with, you know, working for the kingdom, um, you feel like it's the wrong mentality to want to be able to serve on bigger scales? Or should you be happy where you are serving? Or is it okay to have ambitions to want to
1: increase your field of influence? It's an interesting question because I guess when it comes to the kingdom, there's a, um, there's a predefined sort of goal that we're all working to, you know, um, being remade in the image of Christ and spreading news of his gospel. Right. Uh So because there's that predefined goal, we've almost got a standard that we're working to now part of the nuance of that is we're not all we're, we're part of a body we all have a particular function to play and so in the same way as it's honorable for my mouth to desire to eat and speak it's nonsense it's foolishness for my mouth to desire to help me walk because that's just <laughs> you're, you're, you're chewing dirt um, and, and so and so in that same making that same argument and wanting to increase your sphere of influence the question is what what are you counting as that and is this your will or is this God's will mm. so your measure might be you want to be serving in a mega church with thousands and thousands of people and you want to be out front leading worship. Are you doing that? Are you wanting that specifically because you have assigned a certain honour, a certain uh, fame, a certain uh, privilege with being the worship leader of a mega church? Or are you wanting to do that because your voice is needed? It's hard to even, it's hard to imagine a good reason for wanting to specifically do that. <laughs> do you get know what I mean. Yeah. Why not? Why not want to be? Uh, unless it's because you want to lead more people into worship. You know that that could be a good. No, you, just, you just. Is that a good reason lead, though? Well, the, so the the I think the, the the thing that makes a difference is how it materializes. If I want to lead more people to worship means I'm going to this specific place with. Already two thousand people that come to do this, eh. Or because I want to leave my people to worship, I'm worshiping everywhere. I'm worshiping at work. I'm worshiping in the town square. I'm worshiping everywhere because I want to lead more people to worship. Do you get what I mean? And yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of specific situations, which is off the top uh, of the top of the head, but it's hard to assign certain numbers to it because, for instance, I have an inclination towards like. T- teaching studying the bible more so wanting to be great at that isn't necessarily wanting to be on the biggest stage for that wanting to have the most viewers for that wanting to um be on tv for that it's wanting to be good at that it's wanting to be a good student able to discern his word able to break it down able to correctly do it and whatever comes with that comes with that but when the when the point i think is falls into those two um predefined goals that i mentioned being remade in the image of christ and sharing the news of his gospel i think it becomes less about the numbers or the fame or any other measure other than being like christ and being effective in your service of his kingdom mm
0: what what
1: what do you think I mean in terms of your walk with Christ, what ambitions do you have there and and how are those ambitions uh informed?
0: um you know I can't lie when i when i was leading a worship in my old church um and I knew the set was going to be sick I just wanted. Bear people to be there, because I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. I want people to be sitting along and just enjoying and all of that. Um, and it was a bit disheartening when there was just like 10, 15 people, <laughs> people there. It's like, oh man. <laughs> um, and I think there was, there was a part of me that wanted to be playing on the bigger stages. Um, not because I thought I was great, but I, I think just because I felt like what we were doing was really good. And it was good enough to be on the bigger stage. Um, Which is not, maybe not the best reason for wanting to lead worship in front of more people. Um, But I enjoyed enjoyed being on the worship team and I enjoyed seeing people enjoying worship. Mm -hmm. So I think that was probably... My reason for wanting more of that. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of tired of like worship stuff at the minute. That's why I haven't been <laughs> partaking in church and stuff. But maybe, maybe that the, the spark will come back one day. Um, in terms of my ambitions now, I don't know if I have any like, like corporate ministry ambitions. I am I am like enjoying just like hosting people in my house and I see that as a ministry. I mm-hmm. um, would definitely want a bigger house so I could host more people. Definitely want a second air fryer so I can cook more food at once to mm-hmm. give to people. Um yeah, and I think like thinking of it that way, I feel like that is the ambition that I have that is not me focused. And I think that might be the key to to like seeing where your heart is are, are, are you doing it because of what you can get out of it or are you doing it because of what you feel like you have to give or, or, or you can give <sighs> out of it <sighs> stick. yeah how, how do
1: you how, do, how would you suggest people find that how do you find what it is that you're willing to or that you are able or called to give. Um, I would say.
0: Sounds weird, but I say try and dip your finger in as many pies as possible. Mm. Try, try a bit of everything, and um, some things will click more than others.
1: Yeah,
0: some things will. Um, maybe align with who you are as a person. So Maybe mm. you go down those those routes. Um, there, there may be some things that may not align with you too much, but you have a skill in that area. You just need to push yourself and develop the skills in that area so that you can use that talent that you have. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, no,
1: it does, it does.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So trial and error, and mm-hmm. when you're doing stuff for good, there's no real error.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a, it's all learning experiences and. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't turn out to be the thing that you um, ultimately end up doing, maybe you help someone that day when you when you when when you led Bible study. You know, Mm. even if it was even if it was a bad Bible study, there there might have been just like one good thing that someone needed that week. Um,
1: Yeah, Mm, that's good.
0: That's good. You think that, that that there are any areas in your ministry life that you want to like? develop more in
1: like oh, i know you touched
0: on like on, on like doing like bible study stuff and like yeah.
1: teaching stuff yeah no, absolutely everything everything so i, I think as you said it, it's it's trial and error it's i think being available it's being willing um, and i found myself falling into certain areas um, but of all of those areas, you know, whether it's teaching, I, I want to get, I want to be a better teacher. I want to be more engaging. I want to be more um, illustrative. I want to be easier to understand. Um, but I also want to, I want to understand myself better and make sure that I'm preaching or teaching good doctrine, that that whatever I'm teaching, God is pleased with. Um, even in the worship team, you know, like, I want to improve what I'm learning the guitar and I want to um, be better because I, I, I feel, I feel like, especially with worship, like, I, I understand how distracting a bad presentation can be from worship. Yeah. um, But I also don't want people to, just enjoy a good show yeah but it's important for me to be worshipping and for people to be worshipping and and so and in part I guess that's because I also have that inclination towards teaching half the time if I ever when I lead worship the two times I have I end up start talking about worship (laughs) what I'm worshipping (laughs) because sometimes people just don't look interested you know if only you knew how great this could be focus on blah 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 but of course, there, there as well. I want to improve and I want to get better, and as in, in, in part, because I want to be able to give God something better. Um, mm. But I also want to be more effective in what He's calling me to do, for so every, every area, every area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, as you were,
0: as you were speaking, I was thinking, oh, what, what, what do I want to get better at? And the phrase, I want to get better at cultivating cultivating spaces for people you know whether it be at home whether it be during worship you know just creating that atmosphere where people can come and worship and sing to God as well Mm. you know I just want to be making spaces Mm. um and but I guess yeah and and on my part there is stuff that I know I can be developing to be able to do that better like piano practice, which I hate doing. <clears throat> but but you know, even though like I I I hate practicing piano, like just on a day to day, I will be putting sets together in my head, <laughs> just as I'm going about my day. So I do feel like I will eventually get back into the to the worship Brown. I just don't think I'm there yet.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: But maybe I, I I just need to you know shake off the dust and the rust and
1: just step back in again. I think I think the thing for me um and I think I spoke about this last week was recognizing that you know you've you've heard of memento Mori before. You know no. oh um, it's a Latin phrase that says remember that you have to die <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's the understanding that you don't have forever, you know, and um, I, I keep like, I'm only, I'm only 33, but I keep feeling like I'm running out of time. Not that I'm going to die soon, <laughs> but that there's a lot to, to do. And, and there's a lot to, to, to get done and, and to, um to offer. And so it's like, I, I just feel that sense of urgency to, to do what needs to be done, you know. If I if I want to worship, if I want to be a better teacher, if I want to write better, if I want to uh, even with poetry and stuff like that, there's an urgency to not waste a day not doing what I feel called to do. If that yeah. Makes sense. Because otherwise, it's just uh, it's, it's it's living with the with the with the with the misconception that you've got time when really you don't.
0: You don't have time. They don't know when your time is up. Yeah. <sighs> Do you feel like if you die today, you'll be content with everything that that um, that you achieved?
1: Yeah, uh, and, and I said this as well because I say "memento mori," and it sounds morbid. Like remember that you have to die. But I think the Christian's um, relationship with death has to be different from mm. from the secular relationship with death. Uh, if if you believe. After death oblivion, then you know it's reason to be worried about it. After death, nothing. Uh, if you believe after death there is judgment and you don't quite know where you stand, then there's something to be fretful of. But if you believe that your sins have been paid for and washed away by Christ's blood and you are hidden in Him, then you know to live is great, but to die is Christ, you know, like Paul says. And then the only urgency is. Am I mature enough when I get back to him? Would I have done enough with his with the talents that he gave me to 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 receive, you know, good and faithful servant? And I think so long as I haven't buried them in the ground, so long as I don't have a bad opinion of my master, as the last servant in that parable did. He he said to his master, "You're a wicked guy who wants to reap what you have not planted." Um, I think so long as you don't have that opinion of your master and you're doing something you're being matured and you are investing in the the, the talents that he's giving you, you will receive good and faithful servant. But it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, the smile could be a a nice smile or it could be a toothy grin, you know, and I'm choosing between two goods, but I'm going to strive to get the best if that makes sense.
0: Amen. Amen. What do you think?
1: Quick question. Are you scared? Are you scared to die? A little bit, if I'm being honest. Are you scared to die, or are you scared of how you might die?
0: A bit of both. Mm. Um, I think there's one me that's scared to die because I feel like I'm not in the best place yet. <laughs> you know, even though, even though you know, Jesus has has paid the price, and it's not based on my works. Yeah. Don't want to be caught with, with my pants now when I go. You know what I'm saying? I'm I don't know it. what that means. <laughs> I don't want to be caught slipping. I want to be in as good a place and position as possible before I go.
1: Mm.
0: Not even though, you know, in God's eye, but like before God's eyes, outside of Jesus, there's something I could do, even now if I was the best of the best. I would look so ugly and disgusting to him, you know. But even in my ugliness and disgustingness in Jesus, I look beautiful. Mm. I still kind of find it hard to reconcile that sometimes.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, and, it's the fact that he doesn't see you, does he? He sees Christ. Yeah. That's and I'm still trying to
0: reconcile that. and I only reconcile that fully before I go. Mm. Okay. Because like I, I, I know up here in my head, but in my heart, it's not. It's there a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a lot, but it's not enough that I feel, okay, take me
1: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's it's more the how. The how is what 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 freaks me out. There, there are so many different ways you don't want to go. There's only yeah. ways I don't want to go. But dying itself isn't that deep. It's you don't want to drown, you <laughs> You don't want to die from poison.
0: Yeah. Well, I was playing Mortal Kombat today, the way they'd be shanking each other and that like, chuk chuk chuk, chuk yeah. and, and putting the blade through the eyes and stuff, It yeah. looks painful. Want to be have my head beheaded, don't get blown up. But beheaded, you go at once. If they do with a sharp blade, if the blade is blunt,
1: (laughs) that's a a tough day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just want it to be quick and nice. I don't want to feel anything. Yeah. I just want to let me be 113, and 13, dying in bed with my. With my wife and my children, my grandchildren, my great grandchildren,
1: my dog. See, but even then, because at old age, you know, your immune system's not where it used to be, it's arthritis everywhere. That's, yeah, but that's...
0: Only... That's yeah, don't yeah, so but like... you don't
1: want to die at 40, though. So, like, you know, like 80 or something, or 75, you know, where you're still, you're just about to, you know, stop, you're just about to start needing help standing up. <laughs> And then, you know, there's like...
0: That's if you're um, a good 75. i think yeah. there's the 75 out there who, who are dilapidated. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. yeah. I, do you
0: think you're doing the things that you need to do now so that you'll be a, a, a strong 75, 80
1: I'm at least thinking of them. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm at least thinking of them. I'm not doing all of them. I'm at least thinking of them. Because I think of a good 75 and I think of my dad. My dad's been old for a while. And Dude, that's like, 75. My dad's 86. You're lying. My dad's 86. Oh, well, I need to, I always need to check if it's 86. He was 38. He was born. if he doesn't look a day over 50. This is the thing. This is the thing. So it's like, you know, you kind of want that. But uh, my, my dad's not feeling well now. And it's starting to catch up. But, you know, like he... When 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 we got married, he was like, "Yeah, just about." I think just getting to eighty. Um, Whoa! And yeah, he's as you said. He he doesn't even look eighty-four. Sorry, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even look a day over like fifty sometimes. So that's. that's crazy. But then I also know, and he didn't let us forget. You know, he used to walk seven miles to school and seven miles back, uh, when he only had wow. one pair of shoes. <laughs> Which he would always tell us. um,
0: African parents parents love telling the distances that they they had
1: to walk. This is the thing, and somehow they knew it because they were carrying around GPS stuff that they used to carry. But anyway, but the times that that they had to wake up. Well, but that's the thing. There was something about the hardship that meant they were living a lot healthier than Mm. we are now. You know, like I, I roll. I mean, if not for going to work today i roll out of bed and i roll into this seat and I'd be on a computer working all day. And it's like, so I'm, I'm definitely thinking of it. And that's why I wanted to get more martial arts and, and stuff. i like, I need to, I need to invest in being a good 75, 80. And then, you know, there's some random super sharp thing falls off a plane and then whoop, one time. <laughs> you,
0: you, you wouldn't die at
1: I, I want to die before I start um, Using control of your bowels Yeah, before things start to break down You know oh. once, once, once you've finished everything you're going to do And you've imparted the wisdom that you need to impart And, just, like, just, and isn't 80 the, the years God gave us Or was it 70? I think it was 70 Remember, that's Old Testament think, Yeah That's, that's well, Old Testament it still, if if God's if seventy is good enough for them, if thirty three is good enough for Christ, they're not even say anything. I'm thirty three now. But <laughs> yeah.
0: it to be a strong
1: hundred and fifteen. A strong hundred and fifteen, like the Asian strong, you know, hundred and they're still walking around. You can't, yeah, Tai Chi all the time. Cool. Yeah, I want that. But well,
0: yeah. I need to stop eating all this, 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 this pudding, um, wow. um, Right now, I'm looking at. I put crumble and <laughs> on my table. And if you saw the amount of alcohol and drinks that are just on the table as well. Crazy. Bailey's, Malibu, Kawasia, Bacardi's. Yo. This is the life I'm living. Oh, I think my wife's home. There you go. <sighs> yeah. Weird question. Mm. How much... Before or after you, do you want your wife to die?
1: I mean, again, it depends, isn't it? I, I don't want her to suffer. Um, I don't want her to suffer. But I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a hard question to you. I don't want to. It's, it's weird. I'd rather we go together because I don't want to bury her and I don't want her to bury me. Um, I'm the same Well if someone was to bear the pain Of living without the other I'd rather it was me Yeah me too At the same time It's like well I don't want her life to be shorter than mine Like she should have more life Than I do It's weird Yeah
0: I think If if one of us has to go first It should be her Because (laughs) I feel like I'll be better at being a widower, can she be a widow? Oh, oh no, I I, I I I'd rather she she died married, rather than <laughs> die a widow.
1: Remarried.
0: No, no, but I'd rather die a wife than a widow. You know. Mm. But you know, no one's going to die for at least hundred years. Amen.
1: Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you But remember that you have to die.
0: Yes. What's that phrase?
1: Memento mori.
0: Momentum Mori, baby gitcho, yeah. Gitcho, gitcho. Yeah. Cool,
1: hookups? Cool, 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 hookups um, Do you want to go first? Or shall I? Yeah,
0: my hookup is a song Jolene by Doddy Parton
1: Oh, I thought you were going to give August i guess I'll see this news <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm tired of that, like, point. You though. know, what I did last week, though <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Did you see what I did? No, what do you do? So you know, um more hooked up. So listeners, I don't know how many of you use the description, but more hooked up Will Smith's greatest hits on Spotify. He said yeah. there's like a, a curated playlist of Will Smith's greatest hits. The link that I put in to the description will take you to August Osina and Rick Ross's entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> well... so I'm not surprised, most people like. Or search for it It's easier to just search for it But if anyone did uh, Fun little easter egg I guess a funny road
0: But yeah Jolene by Dolly Parton It's a song about this woman Who is Begging this other one called Jolene Not to steal her husband Because Stress (laughs) Yeah (laughs) It's a great song It's a great song Jolene
1: Um my hookup will be uh, a series um, Disney Plus I'll give you the legit one that you can find um, Moon Knight uh, They're I think two episodes in um, It's a six episode thing Moonlight. He's not an Avenger But he's going to be part of the next sort of phase of MCU oh. um, is, it is it good? It's good, it's Oscar Isaacs um, And Moon Knight is a very interesting character And I think they're playing him well So, yeah uh, How's Halo going? Well, Because I can't legitimately watch it in this country I don't know No, so um, Paramount Plus are the ones that do it If you have a VPN, you can go to America You can get an address and you can sign on for it to watch it It's going good I understand why people especially fans of the show of the game won't like it oh Um, I think mainly because uh, is this a spoiler no it's not a spoiler because you see it in the first episode mainly because in the games it's like years and years and years of games and uh, Master Chief never takes off his helmet oh in the series he took it off in the first episode (laughs) (laughs) you know so it's I think that disconnect is going to be the the barrier to entry for a lot of fans. However, it's hard to build a show without that interactive component um, around a character that you can't see their face and they can't emote and you have nothing to connect to. Um, so I get why they removed this helmet and I like the direction that they're going with it. They're three episodes in um, and I think they're dope. I think it's dope. I think it's absolutely dope, especially if you know, the Halo sort of law, which is extremely well, uh, well, well thought out. Um, if they, if if it has the legs, and if Paramount do with it what they can, and take it all the way, I think it'll be quite, quite good. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think Halo's dope. It's really dope. Cool,
0: great. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, Moses will be, able to be back with us next week. If he's okay. not back, at, back from fake Butlins.
1: Well actually Shout out to Moses Because I think When this goes out The next day will be his birthday Happy birthday Moses Yeah so Happy birthday in advance
0: Happy birthday to you
1: Even though he won't listen Because he's a pagan He never listens
0: Cool Anyway Shout out Reed For the intro Outro music Calvin Turner For the ordinary Amaze logo you can find us on Twitter At the furnace UK, Instagram TBSFurnish You can find us At soundcloud.com forward slash Furnish No apostrophe on all good podcasts, the websites, and outs, the blacksmith's furnace within the posture theme. That's it. So this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out.
1: Blah.